I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. I hope your week has treated you well. Today, we are peeling back the curtain, and I am sharing updates with you about what's been going on in my life, what the heck is going on with the business. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that every morning this week, I have spent some amount of time doing nothing, like literally doing nothing, sitting on my porch, looking out at my yard, and just being there with my thoughts watching the flowers move, whatever I need to do. We started out at like five minutes. The first day felt unbearable, but today did 12 minutes and I felt like, oh, I could do this for a while. So that is my rose feeling. It feels like so good on my nervous system. My thorn is that this morning, so I, you probably already know this, but I have a long, luxurious morning routine. It is like my sane maker. I started at six. It ends around 930. It is a journey. And I love it. (laughs) But my morning got interrupted this morning and it really throws me off. Like just feeling like rushed and scattered. It's harder on me to like stay grounded throughout the day. But it was a good chance for me to practice being happy even if I can't have what I need, which is the journey for us sevens. And my bud was, the reason we was interrupted is that my landlord came by to look at the windows because we want new screens put on all the windows because we want to open them up for the fall and enjoy them. But there's some of them are missing screens and like in North Carolina, bugs just, they're going to crawl right in. So he's going to do that. So I'm really looking forward to having window open season very, very soon. All right, let's just deep dive into what's going on over here. Last month, the way I structured this was by going through my dimensions of wellness. It's supposed to be seven dimensions of wellness, but somehow I keep doing eight. So we're going to do eight. So the first dimension is spiritual. So I think you guys know this already. Like I've been kind of like trying to believe in God again lately, like not the God of my childhood, but just kind of like spirit in general. And this month that actually went really well. Like I've been praying a lot. I, every day of like pray for two other people, three other people, and then say a prayer for myself. And then I've been doing Qigong, which feels really good. Just kind of like moving energy around. And that moment of silence feels really spiritual to me and really grounding. I did do a couple of things that were like in pursuit of this spirituality that didn't work. Like I tried a church service, my universalist church service, and I liked it, but it was just, it just wasn't for me. And then I went to a grief group at a church that I thought like, because I was like the anniversary of my father's passing and I wanted community and support in that way. But honestly, it was kind of not quite right for me. So those didn't go so well, but I think moving forward, I'm going to keep doing my moment of silence that is giving me life right now. Like I said in the intro, like it is, I think the number one thing this week that has made me feel grounded and happy and healthy. It's life-changing for me. Also, when I was when I was a Christian, like back in the day, I used to pray out loud in the car. And I think I'm going to start doing that again, just kind of taking some time to, to ride in silence and just pray out loud. I think that'll be nice. The next area of wellness is social. Things that have been going well is I have weekly lunch dates with my friend, Laura Lee. I'm really 
just like those give me life. I already have a plan to visit my best friends, Tyler and Eric, who live in Chicago again. And my two other best friends who live in Raleigh just adopted a baby and I got to see their baby. And we have like a little text chain where they send us pictures of the baby and it is so good. Gives me, makes me so happy. Now, not working, I would say like I'm pretty satisfied socially. Like I don't really have any cravings for more, but I did kind of overbook my calendar. I've for like the last three weeks. So I'm on week two of a overly booked calendar. I have another week like that next week. And then I'm going to California for a training that I'm leading. So I'm a little bit burnt out in terms of meetings on my schedule. Some other things going on that we'll get to in a minute. I'm going to block my calendar for the rest of the year. So no more meetings or interviews until I finished 2021, just because I need time to work on some things. Then we have environmental. So things that are going well in the in the environmental space, my co-working space is giving me life. I love it so much. Spending time in our yard. I love our yard. It is whoever designed this yard just did such a great job because every single week it feels like something new there's something new to look at like every season they've they've planted enough vegetation that like blooms at different times and like activates at different times that there's always something happening and like there's new plants blooming and as soon as one tree drops all of its flowers another tree turns red you know things like that it's really really special. And in just general, I just love our home and I bring flowers in every week and those bring me a lot of joy. Things that are not working. I've been putting a weird amount of pressure on myself to maintain things around the house at like a really high level. So I need to chill out <laughs> about that like, and just kind of let some things go. We do need to declutter still. Like we have so much stuff that we need to get rid of. We need to have like a yard sale or do something like sell on Facebook Marketplace or something. I said this in the last month's <laughs> podcast behind the scenes and we still haven't done it. And I don't know when either of us are going to have time to do it, honestly. So we're just kind of probably going to be in it. You'll probably hear about this again next month. And I want to be able to open the windows. So I am excited about the landlord fixing those. So coming up, I think at least like the stuff that's upstairs, we need to take downstairs to the basement that we need to get rid of. I need to lower my standards for what is like a clean, organized house so I can just chill out, y'all. Like I need to calm down. And then (laughs) the landlord came to look at the windows this morning. So we'll get those taken care of. And emotionally, this month, honestly, it was a great month for me emotionally. I keep like a mood tracker in my bullet journal and I color code it so I can kind of see what the general feel of the month was. And I had both like pink is like content and yellow is happy. And it was like mostly pink and yellow. There were some days in there that I was like stressed or sad or sick. But like other than that, it was pretty good month, honestly. And I think lowering my expectations for myself, allowing myself to rest, asking directly for what I need. Those are all things that are so good for me emotionally that I'm I'm putting a lot of energy into right now. Honestly, too, for me, I think this month, because I had so many meetings that my mood, my energy levels were higher, like my mood was higher because I am an extrovert. As much as I think of myself as an introvert, I am an extrovert. Like I get my energy from people. So I think that also helps my mood which is like kind of a catch-22 because, you know, but not working. I think just like not letting things go. I have been trying so hard to like be 
committed to things, you know, follow things through. And I think because of that, I've taken it a little too far, I've kind of overcorrected and I've not been letting things go that kind of need to go. And I'm spreading myself too thin. So that's been really hard. And then there's just like a lot of emotional labor this month, a lot of, you know, giving hard news, sitting with people's feelings about that. And that's hard to do. And, you know, it's good to do. I'm proud of myself for doing it, but it's not easy, you know. Moving forward, I've started, I've already implemented this of just like no phones when I'm home unless I'm using it for work because my nervous system is just a little bit taxed. And so, yeah, I have, I'm just putting my phone in its home. As soon as I get home, it gets plugged up and then I don't look at it again until I go to work the next day. And that has been already very good. I'm going to keep that going. And then my moment of silence in the morning, also really good for my emotional state. And asking right away for what I need instead of feeling frustrated by things. It's not, it's something that seems easy, but for some reason it's hard, you know? Like if I feel like my husband did something, I don't know, like left a cup on the counter and I feel like, oh, I have to clean this or like it's my job to fix this. Like instead of that, I'll just say like, hey, can you put that cup away sometime? I know that sounds like so easy, but I always just adopt that as my responsibility and I'm working on just asking right away. Now, intellectual is our next category. I'm going to keep this one pretty short and to the point. Working, I've been reading so many good books right now. Like my cup is full when it comes to books. Like I've been reading Dark Matter. I'm reading Recursion. Is that what, is that what it's called? Right now, I just finished Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed. You Don't Owe Anyone. We had her on the podcast. It was really good. Like I am just full on good books this month. I think almost every book that I read this month, I've given a five star to. That is rare. And then Not Working, I honestly, like, because I have been consuming so much content, I haven't felt as creative. So that's part of the opening my schedule up, putting my phone away, having that moment of silence to just kind of allow for my creative energy to have a space in my life. So yeah, I think that'll be good. Physically, things that are working are yoga, always, qigong, always. I will update you. Last week, last month, I talked about birth control, kind of my decision to get on birth control, how I wasn't sure about it yet. It has definitely evened out for me. And last month, I did not have stomach cramps on my cycle, like none. That has never happened in my life, ever, ever, ever. It was life-changing, honestly. So birth control is going well. That is working. Not working is, I don't know. I think I'd like to be going on walks or something, like just something like that. So I think I might start doing some evening walks. I also, I think I'm going to start just eating a salad every day for lunch, like a big salad. I don't know why. I just feel like I want at least every single day at lunch to be like a really veggie heavy meal. And that sounds like a easy way to do it. And yeah, so occupational is the big one. We're on our last category. This is the big kahuna. This is kind of what I've been teasing out for the whole week. Today's podcast is brought to you by Monk Pack. Healthy snacks have a bad reputation. And let's be honest, most don't taste very good as much as we are trying to pretend. They don't fill you up and they certainly don't satisfy your cravings. This episode is sponsored by Monk Pack, who makes snacks that taste like our favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. 
Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars contain just one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. They're gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, and non-GMO with no soy, trans fat, sugar, alcohols, or high-intensity sweeteners. While they're great for anyone following a keto lifestyle, you absolutely do not have to be keto to love these. They are the perfect snack for anyone who is trying to eat better or just cut back on sugar without sacrificing taste. Now, here's the thing. I do not like granola bars. <laughs> I never have. I've always wanted to be someone who was like, I just throw a bar in my bag and then I have a snack later. I am not that person. What I have, the mistake I've made in my life is that I let myself get so hungry before a meal <laughs> that I'm like, if I don't eat just like some bread, I'm going to die. And honestly, when Monk Pack and I agreed to do this, I was like, great, awesome. Let's try them out. And I had low hopes. And then they got to me. First of all, they won me over with the packaging. It's in a beautiful box. They are like beautifully displayed. I'm already wanting to like this. I'm like on board. And then they actually tasted great. They're not like the kind that are so hard that they hurt your mouth. They're chewy and delicious and they have good flavors. My favorite is the almond butter with a little bit of chocolate. It's not too much chocolate, but it's enough to make you feel like you've had a treat. And they do leave you satisfied. Now I, I like literally have one in my bag right now because I wasn't very hungry at lunchtime. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have a monk bar. I can throw it in my bag. And when I get hungry way too soon for dinner, I'm going to have me one. It's so exciting. Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars have a soft and chewy texture and come in delicious flavors like coconut, cocoa chip, peanut butter, and blueberry almond vanilla. My favorite, like I said, is the almond butter cocoa one, but also today I grabbed the coconut dark chocolate. Very excited about that one. They are perfect for a quick breakfast, a snack between Zoom calls. <laughs> I said that with like meaning because that's me today. Or a guilt-free dessert. They taste incredible and you can't beat the low sugar nutrition they provide. And by shopping online, you can avoid another trip to the grocery store by getting Monk Pack delivered right to your door. Try it for yourself and you'll see. And we have a special deal for our listeners. Thank you, Monk Pack. You get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code EGRAM at checkout. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with an 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they will exchange the product or refund your money whichever you prefer. To get started, just go to M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com, select any product, and then enter the code EGRAM at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack is a delicious, nutritious food you can count on. Thank you, Monk Pack, for supporting today's podcast. Here's the thing. At the beginning of every month, I ask myself this question, what would you do this month if money didn't matter? And so this month I asked myself, what would you do this quarter if money didn't matter? And this is what I realized. I would write. I have this book that I'm working on and I would write this book. So I had to kind of reevaluate my business structure as I was exploring what this next book's going to look like. And we're honestly looking at a January deadline. So as I explore the possibility of even being able to write that book, I would need to cut out a significant portion of my workload just to make that possible. However, 
as I was exploring this, I'm realizing that in order to do that, I'll have to take a pay cut. And ultimately, that means simplifying my business in almost every area. So I've kind of needed to do this for a long time. I I've needed to do it honestly for like a year and a half. So for the next three months, my primary job has got to be writing this book. That is my job. So with that in mind, a few things will change and have already changed. I have begun the process of transitioning my online community, The Brave Collective, into a course instead of a membership program. This is just to allow me, we were doing weekly Marco Polos, monthly live calls. I made a new Brave Kit every single month for them. That's just unsustainable, honestly, for me long-term. I told them this and I'll tell you guys, it was just like a way over give. I was giving way too much for the price point of the program and it was not sustainable. It was too much. So I am transitioning it to a course. You pay either one payment for the course, or maybe you can pay a few payments to to have the course for life. And yeah, so I'm transitioning that. Then I'm taking the rest of the quarter off from YouTube, which I'm kind of sad about because I love YouTube. It's like getting to vlog is so fun for me and it makes my 10 good things list every single week, like at least once or twice. But it takes a significant amount of creative energy and all of my creative energy needs to go to the book right now. So that's that. And I'm also going to only share on Instagram when I feel pulled to. Like I'm not going to, you know, I typically have like a five day a week posting schedule and I'm just going to back off of that and let myself have the posting schedule that I have when I feel inspired to share. And for the podcast, which is going to impact you the most, I will be sharing three days a week. Sometimes those episodes are going to be replays. So here's the thing. I podcast five days a week and have since January. And so there is so much content in this podcast that gets missed. When I go to find my own episodes of my podcast, I have a hard time finding the episodes that I'm looking for because it's just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. So this is kind of an opportunity for me to re-highlight some episodes that I thought could have had either more reach or I thought were particularly good interviews that I was particularly excited about and I don't want you guys to miss. So that gives me a chance to do that. And I'm kind of looking at a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So we're still spreading it out throughout the week. And then I'm thinking, we're this is ambitious, but we're trying that maybe Monday can be something called Author's Corner, where I check in with you in real time and update you on how the writing process is going. If that's something that interests you, let me know. I will be checking in at least every Friday anyway on the podcast. So I could kind of take that time to do that and just kind of be like popping in from my little writer's hole and let you know how things are going. But again, that's kind of a a hopeful thing. Hopefully we can do it. We might start it and find out like, oh, this isn't sustainable. There's just a lot of writing to be done in a very short amount of time. And I'm going to let myself have that. I think the thing is that I learned somewhere along the way that this is too much. Like I can't, enjoy this process because if I do, then like I'm bad or something. I don't know. It's like, like I'm not allowed to have this much good in my life that if I try for this, that everything's going to break and terrible things are going to befall us all. And this is the moment where I push through that and I let myself try anyway and see that it's okay, that it's all going to be all right. I'm realizing that it makes complete sense to me when other people do that. Like when other writers take time off of their content creation to write, I'm like, of course, it makes complete sense. But I'm telling myself that I have to do it all and keep going and not let anything slip. And that's 
kind of unkind to myself. So we're doing it. We are jumping in. I'm focusing on the book this quarter and things aren't going to be perfect. I might miss some days. I don't know. Well, we might get crazy, but that's the update. So for the next three months, I'm going to be falling in love with writing this book. I'm going to let myself enjoy the process of my biggest dream without feeling shame and without feeling like I have to suffer in some other way in order for it to not be too good or too much for me. And I appreciate you all for understanding as this is not an easy decision and will continue to be something I have to believe that I'm worthy of. That's easier said than done, right? But I will leave you with today's food for thought. Feelings like disappointment, embarrassment, irritation, resentment, anger, jealousy, and fear, instead of being bad news, are actually very clear moments that teach us where it is that we are holding back. They teach us to perk up and lean in when we feel we'd rather collapse and back away. They're like messengers that show us with terrifying clarity exactly where we're stuck. This very moment is the perfect teacher, and lucky for us, it's with us wherever we are. And that's from Pima Chodron. All right, friends, that's my news. That's the journey. I appreciate you for hanging out with me for this, and I'll see you Monday for the next one. 